Hey, it's Erica. And it's Liana, and this is the Night Guys podcast. We are here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff. Supernatural, extraterrestrial, <laughs> cryptid, uh. culty, true crime, we'll cover it all. And we've been drinking because that was the most boring Super Bowl of all time. Of the world. Oh, like, oh God. So bad. We're releasing this on Wednesday, but we're recording it on Sunday, which is not like us, but holy smokes. That was so dull. I, I saw was... somebody post that more like uh, Maroon 5 out of 10. Whoa! <laughs> he was awful. Ew. He's always awful. He but was like so gross. Something about awful. him. I've always had this narrative in my head <laughs> for him where he is like super weird and freaky. Like if you were dating him, you'd come over and he'd say like, ask you to do weird crap with him you'd be like put this cheese between your toes i really yeah, like that like, oh i don't like that <laughs> totally got a rapey vibe it's not okay i don't like it and then it's like he kept taking his clothes off and then he kept like doing these weird salsa moves it was like mm. oh, that's i saw i saw a lot of tweets about people complaining about how janet got they're like oh these nipple rules are really really one-sided <laughs> and i was like oh dang they're like i wonder if Adam Levine's career is going to die just like Janice did. And I'm like, oh, snap. Nipplegate. Nipplegate. <laughs> Let's real. bring it back. Let's bring it back. My, my favorite part about the Super Bowl <laughs> yes. was receiving this text from my mom when it was over. <laughs> 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 she said, she said, I watched this game thinking Tom lost. I had him as the wrong color. <laughs> like, team. Oh, jersey. I was like, what? No. <laughs> she thought he was wearing the other color jersey. <laughs> she thought he lost. <laughs> I was watching it that way the whole game. <laughs> I love your mom, Brenda. You're the I was best. like, that's some funny shit. <laughs> I watched this game thinking Tom lost. <laughs> oh, that made the game for me. That, yeah, that's good. That's oh, good. That was good. I love your mom. That was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so then, like, when he won, she was thinking, like, why are they giving it to him? <laughs> why is he? Why is he getting interviewed? Why is he winning? <laughs> <laughs> why is he winning? <laughs> I love it. It made me I just, happy. I was bored most of the day and I just ate a bunch of food and did some laundry to kind yeah. of prepare to come up north. And that's about it. Yeah. That was, it was boring. Oh, we have a so like dull. gallon bag of guacamole that we made left over because that's how much we made. Yeah. We bought super mucho food. Expecting somehow that we were feeding like 30 people. I, we weren't. We were not planning on having any. I mean, my cousin might have come over, but it was only going to be in the morning, not even when the game was on. So I was like, <laughs> why do we have this. like a crap ton of guacamole and like all the veggies and dip in the world? I, no explanation. But since I'll be gone all week next week. Sean will be able to batch it up appropriately with oh, there you go. actually pretty decent food. Nice. 
So this is probably the most prepared he's ever been for me to be gone for a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Poor guy. (laughs) He'll survive. I wish he could could come with me. Makes me sad. Yeah, especially for the car ride. Now now I get to listen to my get to listen to my audiobooks. Oh yeah, there you go. You can listen to us. I don't want to stream anything. That's my thing. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna listen to audiobooks. <laughs> a download. I haven't listened to audiobooks in forever, and it makes me sad because I've been listening to only podcasts. I love podcasts, but you know, listening you get in to touch with your audiobooks on the way up. Oh, so good. Some Stephen <laughs> King. Some Stephen King and some. Oh, I do love Lord of the Rings on audiobook. It's so it's my favorite. <laughs> So. Don't make faces. It's really good. I've read them all, I think twice, but I don't know. Audiobook is a magical, audiobook. it's a magical experience. I've yeah. heard the Harry Potter ones are fun on audiobook. I also have all of those. <laughs> maybe listen to them probably like six or seven times through. Awesome. I've been feeling like reading those. I haven't read them since I read them the first time, I think. What? Yeah. I've never it's read not them. like a oh. That's like a yearly thing for me. I'm like, oh, well, it's been a year. I guess I better reread them <laughs> again. Maybe things have changed. <laughs> no, I just catch up it. with the gang. See what they're <laughs> up to. <laughs> I live in a pathetic hole of existence. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, well, I have God. really exciting news for you to hear about. It happened four days ago. And it starts with my my favorite first two words. Florida man. (laughs) Florida man attacks wife with Taco Bell lunch, quote, causing some to go up into her nose. My two favorite words, Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) When I think of Taco Bell, I think of you and cheesy Fiesta potatoes from when we were younger. And that's how that was like all you would get. Good. Now I just get them, but without the cheese. (laughs) So good. Potatoes. Potatoes. (laughs) So a Florida man has been charged with battery after he attacked his wife at a Taco Bell. The matinee man I'm come again? <laughs> manatee. Here we go. Start over. The Manatee County Sheriff's Office was called on Sunday to a branch of the fast food restaurant at the 1200 block of 20 blah 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 around 15 miles northeast of Bradenton. Where the hell is that? Middle of nowhere, probably. Mm. To attend to a domestic incident. Police officers learned that husband Victor Fosser, 49, and wife Pamela Ellen Fosser, 49, had argued at the branch of Taco Bell. First of all, Taco I would Bell branch. I like I would that. Pay, Classy. Hey, money to watch people arguing at a Taco Bell. Like a oh, husband and wife just kind of sit there, like eating a taco, and then you just kind of listen from the corner and go, What are they talking about? Anyway, the incident turned physical when Victor smashed a lunge into his wife's face. During the attack, Foster managed to push some of the food up into her nose. I hope it was like a burrito and not a taco, because those are crunchy and that would hurt. Yeah. Um, they took him to jail. Um, the couple has only been married for two and a half years, and it's unclear to what triggered the altercation. This guy <laughs> does not look like a winner. Can you see Ugh. him? Yeah, he's he not. Makes... He makes Taco Bell look bad. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> really though? Yeah. 
Sean's parents came to visit and they were like, oh, we kind of want something easy. So we went to like, we went to a Taco Bell and I was like, I don't want Taco Bell. And I was being a brat about it because I was like, it's what they want. Whatever. It's fine. And we go there and there's a woman. I felt so bad. She was homeless, but she was crazy yelling at us and other not us so much as just like everyone in there. She was... <laughs> Felt really bad because she was like an older woman and she was telling the people that were in there. So us, she was telling us that she was going to kill us. But like, please don't kill me while I eat my taco. It was a rough, it was a rough Taco Bell trip. And I was like, I think from now on, it's going to be drive through only. I don't even remember the last time I went into a Taco Bell and ate. We always get drive through. I really like, I cannot eat fast food cold. Oh, we just eat it in the car. We're always, like, on a road trip when we get it, for the most part. Or oh, we're, like, right by our house. I've... Now, Sean and I... <laughs> Sean and I so rarely eat fast food. So, oh, yeah, us too. Like, road trips only. That's it. Totally. That's it. Yeah, so that's that's really the only bit of news about this. Because I don't really know. Yeah, they're, now, that, now they're talking about domestic violence assistance it gets dark and serious yeah it gets dark and serious but basically a guy shoved taco bell up a woman's nose (laughs) yeah my news is about my mom again (laughs) yeah brenda so like the last few months my dad goes to bed usually earlier and my mom's a night owl so she'll stay up until like one like no problem like super awake and uh my dad also was gone last week visiting my aunt and um this was like the fourth time this has happened and she was in the living room watching tv this one was a little earlier it was like 10 30 or so at night that it happened and the hallway is a little ways away um from where she's sitting and like around the corner and she heard a door shut and she texted me and was like, it did it again. She said the dogs were barking. She got up to check it and nothing was there. The heater isn't on. So no vents were like causing drafts to slam it. And no windows and they, are open, right? Uh, I, I can't remember. I think everything was shut down. I think and nothing so no, was on. So no, so no windows could have been open. Oh, to- yeah. No. Yeah. Because it was late. Everything was closed. And even when the heater is on during the day, like it never happens during the day. And um, she didn't have catch it on the nest cam because she was freaked out when at night that people are gonna hack her nest nest cam and watch her. <laughs> they were plugged in, which is really disappointing for me. But um, it's super weird. And then when I saw her the next day, she like showed me what it sounded like, and I was thinking it just shut. She like slammed the door. Oh damn! I was like, it shut that loud. That's crazy crazy and this is like the fourth or so time i'm really confused by it we are gonna set up a nest cam in the hallway and see if we can like catch it and i'm gonna take my spirit box over there (laughs) see what happens (laughs) we're like really excited (laughs) when are you doing that i don't know maybe i'll take it tomorrow i'm over there tomorrow please film it oh yeah i totally you're required to film Cause I'm it's to... so weird. It's weird. Cause I totally believe her. And she said it didn't start 
until she started this new thing at night where she's like, if there's any friendly spirits here, just wanting you to know everything's cool and like, <gasps> if you want to say hi, go ahead. Oh, so she opened that door. When yeah. did she start that? Oh man, maybe like two or three months ago. Like, so when we started the podcast? <sighs> Probably, yeah, around oh, that time. Snap. Bobby's I... never going to let Esme stay there again. I know, that's what my mom said. But <laughs> tough banana, Bobby. so that's my news i'll keep people updated on that and see what happens yeah Yeah, definitely film it um or have your mom film it or have your mom hold the spirit box which i think might actually be better if she held Mm, it that's a good idea okay she's more in communication with these numbers happening yeah so weird yeah so uh, (laughs) what are we covering today really Uh, we don't actually no, technically. <laughs> we just know the title, which actually, we don't know that either. Well, what we decided was that because I'm coming up there and it's not like a usual week for us, we thought we'd just share stupid things like Erica, go for it. Yeah. So what we're going to be talking about is we're, we pulled some random kind of like Reddit style stories and that are scary or creepy or paranormal, and we did not pre-read these. <laughs> so if they suck, we're going to find out that they suck with you. Yeah, all together. <laughs> I, like, read a couple of sentences and made sure that they were not written by a 10-year-old, and then I was like, oh, I guess that's good. And it's not too long, so cool. Mm-hmm. I'll keep that one. <laughs> yeah, that one's great. Mark it. <laughs> <laughs> so they might not actually be scary. Oh, God. I think but mine are. I went the extra mile and a little bit in a different direction because always love me some space. So I found a couple of abduction stories that I was like, I want to share these as well. <laughs> as well as a couple of little campfire story things. Because that's they're really like campfire stories. More yeah. Than anything, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Mine are. <laughs> They could we'll be creepy. find out. They could be creepy pastas. They could be campfire stories. They could be real life things. We don't really know because we haven't read yeah. them. I tried to pick ones by the title that sounded like maybe they were real. Because <sighs> you can kind of tell the ones where they're like embellishing the language and it's all flowery. And it's like you're just trying to like tell a good story, which is great. But I didn't really want that. I wanted ones that were like. Hey guys, some weird shit happened. Mm. Let me let me write it down for you. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Meh. I don't know. We'll see. You go first. All right. Maybe we should just do you do a short story, then I'll do a short story. Okay. And zigzag. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only one I actually read because Congrats, was... I read none of them. <laughs> so weird. I couldn't stop reading it. Oh, all right. It's not scary. Oh, God. It's weird. Glad you're sharing it then. I want other people to feel what I felt, <laughs> which was horror and not the sense I was looking for it in. <laughs> uh, okay. This one's from Reddit. It's called Come Here, Baby. <laughs> oh, my God. What the hell? Okay. Uh, this, I assume, was written by somebody named. Arnold Schrodinger. So, 
Shout out to you, boo. All right. <laughs> okay. A few years ago, I was living alone in a little house which had a heavy back door that would swell up some after it rained and get really tough to open and make a lot of noise. Late one night, I had passed out on my sofa in the living room on the opposite side of the house, but woke up to something which I now <laughs> assume was the back door being opened. In parentheses, he states, I'm an idiot, by the way, and used to never lock the back door. So Netflix was still blaring away on my laptop as I slowly squinted my eyes open and realized there was the black outline of someone standing still in the hallway looking down at me. They were not very large or tall based on how much space they took up in the doorframe. Being completely disoriented in my waking state, <sighs> my mind latched onto the first thought that came to mind, which was that it must be my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, I was naked at the time and pulled back my bl- <laughs> and pulled back my blanket with my legs sprawled and junk hanging out and called to her in my <laughs> in my best deep sexy voice. Come here, baby. And then <laughs> upon discovering a naked six foot, 200 plus pound man beckoning to them with his genitalia. The not my girlfriend person immediately turned on their heel, revealing a large backpack and booked it for the back door. By the time I stumbled up to the door, all I could hear was them taking off into the darkness at a full sprint. I can only guess based on their height that they did not come there with the bold intention of being the little spoon. <laughs> oh my God. Dude. <laughs> Oh my god, so it starts out like it's scary, and then he scares the person. <laughs> okay, I think I saw that one, and I was like, this looks too short. I'm not going to read it. <laughs> I didn't even bother. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, I did. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So scary. I can't believe that he knowingly doesn't lock his back door and sleeps naked with it unlocked. Yeah. And then... As he's waking up and has blurred vision, sees someone standing there and goes, yeah, let's, it's go time. <laughs> let's get it on. Dude. What? No. My, my first reaction would be, like, to grab something and, like, stab this person. Be like, does my cell phone work as a weapon? <laughs> yeah. Like, I have to kill someone. My Yeti cup is pretty heavy. I could probably whack somebody with it. <laughs> my God. I would <laughs> freak out Ugh. that's awful I but i like that it. he scared them out of his house they were probably there to rob him and they were he was yeah, they they like, like this uh, guy's a freak Ew, he's a rapist. get out of here adam levine <laughs> quick uh, run adam's gonna show us his nipples he makes everybody look at that. Oh, he makes everyone uncomfortable. <laughs> no one likes you, Adam Levine. Your tattoos are bad and you should feel oh, bad. Should. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna yeah. do I'm gonna do an alien abduction story because it's really short. <laughs> Love it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Ah, yes. It is called the Gundaya McKay Alien Abduction. In a chilling story that three different people were involved in, a 22-year-old named Amy was abducted right out of the window of her lounge room by some sort of flying craft. Erica would die. 
what's a lounge room? I don't know, but I need one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Amy's husband, yeah. Keith, had already gone to bed while her friend Petra stayed up to read in another room. Petra was abruptly disrupted by a blinding light coming in from the lounge room and the sound of shattering glass. The rectangular beam of light was shining in the room, and according to Petra, she saw Amy being pulled out of the window by the light, still apparently asleep. Ew. Keith then woke up, and both he and Petra searched the house and surrounding area for Amy, who was nowhere to be seen. Keith eventually called the police. Amy eventually turned up miles away, this is my favorite, with strange marks on her inner thigh and bizarrely extensive body hair growth. The end. (laughs) (laughs) That's the horrific part. That's the real tragedy. I know, that's why I was like, Erica will hate this part. Ew, I hate hair. I hate hair that's not attached to a body, especially. Like, this just grosses me out. Like, in a salon when hair is on the floor. (laughs) Disgusting. Oh, but, like, I hate hair also. Like, body, ugh. If there's too much of it, if it's in weird places or, like, weird patches. (laughs) I don't hate you for it, but, like, I hate that it's there. It makes Erica uncomfortable. I just like that it eventually oh. just it just started to grow after this. Ew. So did she get like fertilized like radiation? <laughs> Hell knows. It ends there. Oh, how horrible. I'm End so story. Yeah, she got abducted and maybe it was like a hair experiment. Yuck. But where? On our thighs? I don't know. Ew. It said unexpected. Where was it? so gross just just unexpected body hair she like goes into her wax lady she's like what happened (laughs) (laughs) gross if I told you you wouldn't believe me (laughs) ew I spilled Rogaine all over myself (laughs) (laughs) nasty All right. (laughs) let's see what happens with this one this one's called Haunted Road, oh. and it's by Benjamin October. Oh. Ugh, these names. I don't know. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, I'm a truck driver and was working. <laughs> <laughs> I made him a little flamboyant, didn't I? I'm a truck driver. So, guys, I'm a truck driver. <laughs> Wait, I just found out that Walmart pays its truck drivers like $90,000 a year. Whoa. Yeah. Sean and I were like, do we make you quit your job? And then we just New job a... who this? <laughs> New job who does live in a truck. <laughs> Become truckers. A lot Sorry. of people have road kitties like in their trucks, the truck drivers. I don't want to have two cats on <laughs> the road. <laughs> they can hardly stand them each other like in this house. And our house is pretty <laughs> decently sized. Oh man. That would be fun. <laughs> Backup job. <laughs> Keep that in uh, mind. Where am I? Okay. So I'm a truck driver <laughs> and was working night night times. <laughs> night times. I'm yeah. working night times. Remember <laughs> 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 Benjamin? Okay. Driving all through the night. It was around 2 a.m. in December. <laughs> we get it. And all through the night during night times. <laughs> Sorry. What is with this guy? Redundant much? Okay. And then again, he goes on to say it was around 2 a.m. We get it at night in December. 
<laughs> so it's dark. I understand. Oh my God. And I was driving alone a dark country road about 45 <laughs> miles per hour. At night? At night. <laughs> At night time. <laughs> I slow down to take the roundabout to get onto the freeway. As I was pulling onto the freeway, there was a man in his 40s, and he had his thumb up, and he gave a look as if to beg me for a lift. I noticed nothing um, untoward with this guy. What does he mean by that? It's like, like he didn't look shifty. Nothing weird. Okay. I pulled up, and the guy jumped in. I said I can take him to the next town, as that was my stop. So he fell back into the seat, almost relaxed. I start talking to this guy where he was trying to get to, and I turn the radio down as little as I thought. Um, I turn it down a little as I thought he couldn't hear me. He looked and said nothing. I thought, how odd, can't talk. So he smiled, and I was not showing a sign of feeling disgruntled. So about a mile down the road, there was a terrible smell, like he dropped his guts. Ew! Oh God! I look over to say that it's rather rude to do that. I had to double take as the guy was not in the seat. I thought maybe he climbed on the bed, so I turned the cabin light on, and he wasn't there. He disappeared. I've never done <laughs> nights from that shift. When I got back to base, my colleague said, you look like you've seen a ghost. Ooh, so he sharded and then disappeared? <laughs> and bailed. <laughs> he died of, wait, he died of embarrassment? <laughs> what? Ew. Super rude. That's pretty rude. That's great. Ew. Oh, that was a good one. Glad I picked it. <laughs> it had to do with poop. Because I had to do it nine times. <laughs> nine times. Um, okay, so this is in the Reddit, <laughs> the subreddit Campfire Stories. And it's by Dozen Flippers. <laughs> it's from two years ago. And it's called December 10th, 1982. I forgive I me. I've it. literally not read this at all. I just was like, it's an appropriate length. <laughs> Be ready for spelling errors like mine. <laughs> December 10th, 1982. Quote, there's a man in the woods. What a joke. Silly urban legends to told around the campfire. Yellow eyes, black teeth, eight feet tall and a taste for human blood. If wow, shots fired. Why has he got to start off hot? If only we had listened. Oh. <sighs> It all started with... Oh, You've got I know. me flippers. <laughs> <laughs> it all started with the disappearance of local high school student Ralph Klein. Nothing extraordinary about him. A's in high school, head of his chess and astronomy club. And a bit of a loner, though. I'm not making fun, I just came out of nowhere with the chess, so... <laughs> I know. And astronomy? We didn't have an astronomy club. I don't know if we did either. Huh. Uh. bougie crap right there uh. Uh, last seen with a group of classmates on Halloween it was supposed to be the rite of initiation for kids his age to venture out into the woods and spend a whole night out there alone and perhaps it was just <laughs> some elaborate prank specifically crafted for him at least that's what everyone assumed when the classmates were giving their testimony to the police two days later after his disappearance. Ooh. I know. The search parties started on the third day. They searched everywhere. The town, the woods, farms, every nook and cranny that locals, the locals could think of. Day seven took a turn for the worse. Hope was dead and fear rose from its grave. 
so ridiculous. Um, for a town that prided itself on its community and close ties, it wasn't long before fingers were being pointed at those who recently moved to town. Poor Mrs. Harris. Random. Oh, Mr. Harris. My bad. <laughs> nah. I was like, he was a Mrs. Oh. He was just a history teacher. Teacher? I need to go back to school, too. He was just a history teacher at Ralph's school. He just wanted to get away from the city life to get away from the chaos. Who knew it would find him here? In an instant, the accusations turned into full-on vigilantism. Although I wasn't there, I saw the smoke all the way from my cabin. I came to this town to report the story once it went na- once it went national. The network sent me here to give them the answers, but or, but all I got were more questions. I thought this was my big break, my moment to show the network what I was capable of. Plus, I thought this would be a temporary vacation for myself and my dog, Banjo. Oh, I like that name. I know, it's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) The town went back to normal for a little while, despite what happened to Mr. Harris. That was until Mrs. Flanagan was snatched from her house three days later. With each subsequent abduction, the townspeople became more scared, confused, and angry. Accusations and violence became an everyday occurrence that... So that it no longer was a town, but rather hell. (laughs) I locked myself up in the cabin with no way to call for help. I barely slept at night as my paranoia crept up on me. Not to mention Banjo barking at every sound in the nocturnal unknown. Damn Banjo! (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's like, um, Punky and... Which one? Which one barks? Oh, does uh, they all do. Punky Reggie. will bark at everything, and then Reggie does because he's like, "What's happening?" And then Vita's like, "Ah, we're being attacked." So then she <laughs> barks. <laughs> She's the only one with good intentions. Creates a howl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no. So uh, when I did catch a moment of peace, I woke up in the middle of the night with no sound to be heard, and that got me worried. So I went outside to check and found nothing but Banjo's collar on the ground. What? I don't know. I didn't read this crap. I ran back inside and locked the door behind me. He's not going to go look for Banjo? He goes back in? I kept seeing dark figures in the corner of my eyes and hearing scratching sounds at my door in the middle of the night. I'm afraid to close my eyes for a single second knowing that I may not live to open them again. If you see this, please send help. That's where it ends. Stupid! I hate myself for finding this. <laughs> Ew. One of the comments was, "Poor banjo." Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> That's what they got out of his wonderful, wonderful writing. Was you suck, dude? <laughs> I don't know. Nocturnal unknown was pretty. Oh, I hate him. I know. Don't kill the dog ever. Don't kill no. the animal. Don't kill the animals ever. 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 Ugh. Like, all the people can go, but yeah. don't kill the boo-boos. Mm-mm. Boo. Alrighty. Let's Not, do this. Yeah. This one is written by someone named Cinder's Ember. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they titled it Imaginary Friend. Uh, okay. When my sister and I were very little, we lived in this house where the previous owner had died. While leaving there, we picked up an imaginary friend we named Jiggles. No. (laughs) I like them. No. (laughs) Hey, Jiggles. (laughs) It was strange that we both shared the same imaginary friend. 
But I suppose, stranger, was that my parents separated us and we could describe exactly what Jiggles was doing, (gasps) what he looked like, and where he was while in completely different rooms. Jiggles even moved to three different houses with us. I still somewhat remember what he looked like. Ew, I don't like this part. An older guy with glasses. A full figure and scruffy face. He matched the description of the previous owner who died in the house. My mom was convinced that he was more than just an imaginary friend. I am now a mother of one 17-month-old. I constantly hear him in the next room talking to someone. If it's nap time, he will wake up and be talking to nothing. He will yell at nothing in the same room as me, not looking at me. There has also been something completely different. When he's... Uh, He sometimes will be perfectly happy and content, then will look into a different room or a different part of the room, and will start screaming and crying. There is never anything there, and he is inconsolable. Has my imaginary friend come back to visit? Is he just developing an imaginary friend really, really early? Or is there something more sinister going on? The big difference here is Jiggles never made me cry. What are your thoughts? Ew. I really hate that the name is Jiggles. I don't like that. If his name's Jiggles, I feel like he should be, like, someone who's jiggly. <laughs> yeah, you've seen Spawn. That clown was gross, and he was definitely jiggly. Yeah. I liked him. The Spawn clown? <laughs> John Leguizamo? <laughs> I call him Spawn clown. That's all he is. <laughs> I like that guy. Perhaps his best role. <laughs> oh, so, no. Yeah. John much. Leguizamo? Tu Wong Fu with oh, love, crap. Julie Newmar, best John Leguizamo film. <laughs> tu Wong Fu, thanks for everything. With love, Julie with Newmar. Love. Oh, so good. Oh, love that movie. All right, fine. Tie. <laughs> sniped for what, as a drag queen. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I thought John Leguizamo looked good. Yeah, I was actually really surprised when I was like, that's not a... Oh. I like it. Because the other two were just so... I mean, they're beefcakes. They're so stupid. Uh, Patrick Swayze, like, come on. That doesn't make sense. (laughs) Which made it better. I still have, like, really weird feelings. I know this is not cool to speak ill of the dead, but it was a character that did this to me. The character of his that was in Donnie Darko. I don't even remember. No! Okay, well... He was like a motivational speaker in Donnie Darko. Oh, yeah. I and, then of, he, and then he ended so up better. having child porn in his game. And, and like ever since that, I've been like, I know that really wasn't him and that was his character, but I'm still like, mm. no, no. Just remember the two Wong Fu one. Okay. Yeah, because he was Replace good. It with that. <laughs> he's trying. So I'm trying. I know. I know. I know. It's not, it's not fair to him. It's not fair. No. It's just a character. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'm ready. Um, I apologize. This <laughs> one's called Little May, and it's by So S E W the Sexy Sixteen. No, So the Sexy One. Sorry, <laughs> it was six years ago, but I mushed the two together, so it's really old. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. In the late 19th century, a wealthy couple, well into their 80s, was surprised when they discovered that Mary the wife, was pregnant. They were overjoyed because this was their first. What? She was 80. 
They were a wealthy couple, the husband being a lumberyard owner and the wife, the daughter of Alexander Boyd, the founder of their town. Against all odds, Mary delivered a healthy young girl. The couple named her May because although they were entering into the last winter of their life, she was a fresh life in the, in the small town. The old idiom. So it takes, why was she named that? <laughs> because like May is the start of, I don't know, happiness, sunshine. I don't know. I hate them. <laughs> yeah. The old idiom, it takes a village to raise a child, has never applied to anyone like it did for little May. The town adored her for her beauty and her kind attitude. The only person in the small town who disliked May despised her. Mary's brother, Alistair. What? So the mother's Yeah, brother. why would he care? I don't know. He hated Mary and, the, and John because his wife was barren and he had always wanted a daughter. One day, little May disappeared. The whole town of 500 searched for her, searching through the woods, the town, and the surrounding area. Alistair led the search and worked tirelessly, tirelessly searching for the child. The search went on for months and nothing was found. Hope was abandoned and John left town. Mary became obsessed with, with seers and psychics trying to find her daughter until she died two years later. Alistair was the only remaining family member in town and died alone in 1900. When his house was cleaned out by the locals, they found a diary. In the diary, Alistair talked of how he had kidnapped little May in the fall of 1894 and taken her into this to this very hill above the river. He had uh, directed the search away from her, and every night he had snuck up to the hill and... I don't want to say. He did things. He did gross things. Finally, two weeks later, on a dark and stormy night, Alistair had come up and shot little... Oh my god! This story took a really dark turn, and I don't like it. I don't want to read it. Anymore. What happened? He raped her and then he shot her in the head. Oh my god! Yeah, How that's long did she live up there? I don't know. The town was wrenched apart by the discovery and built a chapel in honor of in her honor up there. They say on overcast nights you can still hear the shots. Ugh, why didn't I just read this story before I read it on here? Oh wow. <laughs> I hate everything. You want me to read the one about the naked guy again? <laughs> God cleanse my palate with the stupid naked guy that tried to <laughs> seduce robbers. <laughs> God, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh my god, that's sad. I don't like it. Oh, poor, I... poor thing. That's horrible. Damn it. This is this is what happens when we think we're trying to be clever by just by being <laughs> we're like we're, we're not, we're not gonna we're not gonna read these things before we read them on our podcast. <laughs> okay. Never again, I promise. I'm scared to read mine now. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> is this a ghost or demon? Oh. This is by XXIV Cat XX. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's going to be good. All right. So, one night I had taken about a four hour nap before, and it was 10 30 p.m. Horrible sentence. It was a school night. <laughs> And my mom said I could stay up for about three more hours. This was normal if ever if I ever took a nap. I thought I'd stay up to about 1 a.m. or 12 a.m. You mean 12 a.m. or 1 a.m.? Let's do them in order. Um, <laughs> this being <laughs> a basic night so far. What does this mean? A basic night? Okay. <laughs> what does this Could it mean just about? about anything. Everyone's basic night means something different. Oh my gosh. How are you doing? My night's pretty basic. <laughs> what? 
Jesus. Okay. I decided to watch some YouTube. Okay, now we know. She's like 12. And I started getting sleepy near about 12.30 a.m. I started to go to sleep until I glanced up at my bed frame. I saw a reflection, sort of like a girl or more like a underdeveloped woman. What? She was wearing a long, fluffed-out dress, and her hair was down to her shoulders. Um, Her hair was dark, and then I tried to cover her up with my blanket, as I usually would. Wait. Uh, What? Wait. (laughs) (laughs) But this girl needs to tell me more information. Wait, What? She saw a reflection of a girl slash underdeveloped woman. She was wearing a long, fluffed-out dress, and her hair was down to her shoulders. Okay. Her hair was dark. And then I tried to cover her up with my blanket. She didn't move a muscle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And I uncovered her for a second. What? Still there. At this point, I was terrified. Wait, wh- why would you be terrified that she's in your room? Maybe she, like, threw the sheet, like, over her head. Not just, like, over her shoulders. Like, she, like, threw it over her so she looked like a sheet ghost. Okay, okay. At this point, I was terrified. My eyes widened, and I knew she wasn't a trick. My eyes were playing <laughs> on me. Girl, you are weird. I squinted again, but then dove under my covers. The rest of the story isn't very important until a few <laughs> days later. Okay, what happened with you two? Well, uh, when I got a sh- uh, when I got in the shower, I was getting in and I saw a smiley face with a smudged nose and questioned all the people who were living there. Why? That's not that weird. I do that. <laughs> Speaking of pause, when we first moved into our house, I <laughs> took a your, shower. Your house that you and Bobby live in? Yeah, I I took a shower and saw that. I could really well like write on the mirror and I wrote oh. Oh, I forget exactly what I wrote but I put like uh don't look behind you or something I'm here <laughs> and then Bobby <laughs> saw it like a week later and was like you suck <laughs> you didn't just do the typical red rum thing no I tried to make it seem more like freak him out <laughs> <laughs> so good it made me happy okay it was uh made with dried soap i guess the face that was on the mirror it was it also looked untouched and my mom always cleaned the wall off every night what why okay i wash the walls every night don't you erica come on (laughs) that's a weird okay uh this is the end of the story until something else happens (laughs) what the hell is happening (laughs) i know this isn't the end of the story and I wanted to see what you thought about this. Also, I was wondering if you could tell me if this was a ghost or demon. I'm not good at telling that. You're not good at a lot of things. First of all, who ends the story that way? This is the end of the story. And then goes on to say, I know this isn't the end of the story in the next <laughs> sentence. Because this is something that's, quote, really happening to her. And what are the other things that happened that aren't important? What's going on? That's What's going on is she sucks. At storytelling. What's going on? XX, Ivy Kitty, XX. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. I, I don't know. Your teachers would be disappointed in your composition. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. Why does your mom wash walls every night as she does? <laughs> yeah. Is she like murdering people and needs to clean those walls? Like what's getting, what's getting on her walls that she needs to wash every night? Gross. Ugh. 
I don't get it. All right. I don't know. That was weird. I'm going to tell my my next UFO story because I got tired of Reddit because I started to look at the other one really quickly. And I was like, I don't like where this one's going either. Clearly, I just don't know how to pick stories. So, (laughs) oh, God, I just need I need focused subjects to research because this this was a disaster. (laughs) Mostly because I was paying attention to the boring Super Bowl commercials. Oh, man. Uh, okay, so this is a UFO one, again, because it's not on Reddit, so it should be better. <laughs> Summer before 8th grade, me and two of my friends snuck out at midnight to go walk around the neighborhood. I would do that. And go see these girls on the next block who were having a sleepover. No! Ew, they were spying <laughs> Liana, on them. you did Ew. that? <laughs> no, they were spying on them. That's gross. Yeah, that's not cool. Yeah, cool. Eighth grade voyeurs. Mm-hmm. Great. That leads that leads to only good things. Mm-hmm. That leads to guys who sleep nude on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Proposition robbers. Probably how Ted Bundy got started. Probably. <laughs> we turn a corner in our neighborhood and there's this huge black blimp thing shaped or black shaped thing in the sky. Like the pictures of the Hindenburg, but bigger than that and close. If not closer than what the Hindenburg would be flying at. Uh, completely silent and the size of at least four to five foot b- football fields across. No exaggeration, even though I was young. So he's trying to say that even though he had young brain, it's not dumb brain. <laughs> <laughs> we stare at it entranced, asking each other over and over again if we see it, which we have all agreed that we do, standing there frozen in one place. It's like a black, polished gunmetal, no lights, no sound, no anything. It's just hovering there. And then I don't know what happened, but time clearly jumped. Next thing I remember is that the craft shipped government experiment slash whatever it is has gone. And there's a tiny glowing white barbell thing in the sky, seemingly slowly falling to earth with wisps of smoke coming out of it. Then two brand new black trucks with silver gearboxes on the back, like F-150s or S-10s, but nicer, came speeding through town. Uh, down the street, going about 70 in a residential 25 miles per hour neighborhood. Then after that, I remember walking home to one of my friend's houses and then going to bed. At that point, it was like 5 or 6 a.m. and the sun was coming up. We made a promise to tell my dad in the morning because he worked for the city, but we never did. I don't know what happened later in life uh, to one of my friends who was there, but the other was my best friend, and we sort of made an unspoken pact to never talk about it. I don't know how or why we did that. We all grew up, and I sort of lost touch with him, too. We did reconnect over Facebook and such over the years, but it was like something between us. Neither of us wanted to talk or touch touch or talk about. That's Maybe like a topic they never wanted to touch? To touch on? Yeah. yeah you just worded that funny. They don't, <laughs> they don't want to touch tips about it. <laughs> Looking back on it now, there's no way we could have been the only ones to see it. It wasn't that late at night midnight and it was over a heavy populated area of major city the idea that (laughs) that has always scared me more than any sort of possible abduction scenario that there were others and we're all voluntarily suffering some sort of collective amnesia Ooh, maybe they're all targeted except in how we're not i've thought about hypnosis but that scares me too much plus i'm not sure if i trust the results what I do know, again, is that there is no way that the three of us who saw, that we are the only three who saw it. We're talking about a huge thing hovering in the sky directly above over hundreds of houses just after midnight on a summer weekend night. But nothing on the news, nothing in the paper, no words spoken about it ever again by anyone. 
he's just he's he keeps reiterating afterward that he definitely saw something <laughs> i still haven't seen any aliens maybe really though yeah alien blimp that's weird well maybe it was like the tic tac oh okay but it was at night but that they're described as black so it was a black maybe color. it's like um got like active camouflage so it's reflecting like night sky I like that. I can see that. Active camouflage. Like Predator. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I was trying to convince Sean that we should watch the new one just because I know it's really bad. Yeah. He doesn't want to watch it. <laughs> I'm like, what? no. Is it for free anywhere? No. Oh. That's why. That's why he doesn't want to watch it because it's not for free. Bummer. I want to watch the new True Detective. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. I hope it's good. The second one I failed me i could i could get through episode one barely and then i turned it off i stuck with it because i was like maybe i'll get better no i had no hope after got weirder and weirder and weirder none of it made sense it was super disjointed i didn't like it yeah stupid true detective (sighs) stick sometimes they need to just do what the bbc does and let's just do one season of something really really well and then yeah call it off new thing yeah i tried the new show too with chris pine last night the i am the night it's like about black dahlia black dahlia thing yeah i think it'll be good oh it's only six episodes it's like a whatever you call that I think I might wait till I can watch all six because I am really impatient and I tend to get forgetful in between episodes. Yeah, I probably will. It's not bad, though. I think it'll do. I think it'll pick up. It's good. I like him. I like the girl in it. She's good. I think it'll be good. I don't know. I hope they get into it more. And I think they will. I think that like the first episodes are hard. They're always like set up. Yeah. I completely agree. First episodes can either be a real hit or a real miss, and that doesn't necessarily mean that the rest of the show will be good or bad. Totally. And the chick who directed Wonder Woman is the one who did this, so that's kind of cool. It's a chick. I like that. Yeah. Female thing. Did you ever end up watching the Ted Bundy tapes thing? I watched the first two episodes, and I just haven't had time to keep watching it. Mm. We will discuss it. I'll get there. It's okay. It just makes me want to watch Mine, Mine Hunters. Mm, yeah, I love that show so much. It's so good. Yeah, agreed. Especially, ugh, I just can't wait. Okay, but uh, yeah, I don't have any more stories to tell because the rest of them I didn't really like. <laughs> I, I apologize to everybody right now because <laughs> this was supposed to be like a really clever, like, oh my god, we're not even going to read our stories before we read. Why did we think that was? Why did we think that was a good idea? Oh, let's see. Let's see how this one goes. Okay. This is my last one. Okay. It's called an electrician asking for help. Oh boy. And it's called or no, it's by Did I Stutter? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Here I'm reading what you wrote, so I can't tell. Okay. This happened about two years ago. For context. <laughs> Punky, my chihuahua, is sitting up and looking straight at me while I read this. Like, he's really (laughs) excited. It's really cute. You like this one, Punky? Okay. He's like, I like this did I stutter guy. Yeah. Well, he likes anything that's evil and satanic. So maybe this will be a weird one. Mm. He's like, yes, I wrote this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
This happened about two years ago. Okay. For context, I was living in college apartments for students, but unofficially. And oh. my unit was on the first floor. It was a three-bedroom, uh, sorry, three-bed, but I only had one roommate at the time who was away for the weekend. I'm a small person. I'm 5'3 and 120 pounds. Brag. And my dog is about 25 pounds. Brag. <laughs> <laughs> and not fully equipped for self-defense. It was around 10 p.m. on a Saturday night, and I was taking a bath. I heard my dog growl as her haunches went up, and I thought it was weird because she hardly does that. I thought, whatever, it's an apartment. Somebody's probably partying. So I got out, got dressed, and laid in bed with my book. I heard a knock at my door. Hello? I saw your light on. I'm just wondering if I could use your phone. I was working on the lines around here, and my truck battery died. I need to call into work, and my phone died. So, yeah, hell no. Uh, so I ignore because I'm fully aware it could be dangerous. I don't respond, but looking out the peephole, I see an older man about mid sixties wearing a blue jumpsuit and a white toolbox. (laughs) You're good. Uh, he was a, he has gray hair and a gray mustache. I'm wondering why he's working on lines because one, it's a Saturday Two, it's around 10 PM. It struck me as odd. So I didn't respond. About three minutes later, he knocks again, saying something like, if I can just, Use your phone. I can get out of your hair. Sorry. Mm, no. I just need to call my boss and tell him. Uh, so I checked the people again, and I noticed there's no name tag or company name on his jumper. No. Um, I'm silent. My dog growls again, this time more angrily around the front door. She starts pacing and getting frustrated. I texted a friend or two that this was happening. Again, this time after about seven minutes, he knocks more abruptly. If you don't want me to keep knocking, let me use your phone so I can get a ride. I know you're home. I can see your light. He was beginning to sound frustrated and angry at being ignored. I ignored my, um, but I kept ignoring him. And my dog began to show her teeth. She directly faced the door, teeth bearing, and uh, began barking viciously. I've never seen her do that before or since. (laughs) No, uh, I called the cops like 20 minutes ago. She waited way too long way to call long. the cops. Uh, he pounded on the door again and didn't say anything this time. I looked back out the peephole, uh, becoming scared for my safety, and my mind thought, why Why does he have his toolbox if he could have left it in his car? And why does his company uniform not say the company's name? Why hasn't he moved to another unit? I continued to ignore him, but at this point, more out of shock. Uh, He pounded on the door uh, once more, and my dog barked louder and more aggressively. He said, fine, I'll have to walk down the street and ask for a phone there. Thanks for nothing. Uh, She barked another minute or so, and eventually he left. I was concerned about him entering my side doors, so I locked them and just hoped he didn't um, as I called some friends. Creepy. I don't like it. No, I don't like it. I'm like, I'm having a hard time breathing. (laughs) I don't like it. Maybe this man genuinely needed help. Maybe he was working overtime, but it still bothers me today because why did he focus in on my unit for so long? He spent maybe 15 to 20 minutes trying to use my phone. It's possible his work uniform just wasn't labeled, but why bring the toolbox with you to ask for help? That makes sense. His car battery died. Why that? Why bring it? That is weird. I didn't see what he had in the toolbox, but I would think it'd be heavy and he'd leave it in his truck. He said, I know you're home. Maybe this one is small, but in a three-bedroom unit, why would you specifically address a you? Why not say somebody? 
The most terrifying thing is later that week, I told my uh, facilities manager there was a man on Saturday from their electrical company trying to get help for his truck battery. She said, um, our maintenance men do not work on any, or sorry, my, our maintenance men do any work on electrical lines. We don't hire contractors. Creepers. Yeah. She said they finished their electrical work near your unit last month. So there would be no reason to work there. No. Creepers. I don't know why he lingered on my unit so long. I felt like prey likely because I was. I had seen a white truck in the lot outside my building for a couple days before. Mm. And just assumed it was somebody's friend or something. Lots of people go in and out, but I really think this guy was there watching and waiting for a good moment. I'm so glad she had Doggy with her. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird that he would even want to bother with her dog, too. Usually people hear barking they're like eh. he probably didn't well yeah but probably once he decided that he was going to do whatever he was going to do he was like ah screw it i'll just hurt the dog and be even more evil i don't like that at all i hate it even when i'm here during the day and like somebody will knock or ring the doorbell it's like i don't know who you are leave me alone i don't want to answer go away Whenever they're like, I've had, um, like we have a typical mail mail carrier that will come. Like I've, I've seen him a million times, so I know who he is. But one time a guy that was wearing like a blue hoodie that kind of looked like it could be the same color as like the USPS. Like he came to our front gate outside of our patio, which is always locked. Like you cannot get to our front door because there's a patio door and like a little patio space. He rang the doorbell. I was upstairs and I can see down and I was like, yeah, just leave it, leave it there. He's like, I have to, you know, I have to give it to you. And I was like, no, you don't. You can see me. I'm here. Please leave it. And I was like, please don't. There's been a few things like that that have been around here where he's like, oh, no, I can just bring it in. And I'm like, no, I'd really rather that you didn't. Please go away. I want to watch that you leave. I want to watch you leave. Be gone. It was really scary. I don't, I don't. I hate that. Uh-oh. I've had that happen a few times and it's just like, I hate it when they'll knock too and they stay forever. It's like mm. over five minutes. It's like, why are you still there? Leave. Yeah, sometimes, Who sometimes, are you? Sometimes I'll pretend to be talking to Sean or like I'll have the TV on. Like I'll have the TV on specifically for like the Kevin McAllister kind of reason to make it seem <laughs> like there's people in our house. Cause I'm like, oh, I'm allowed. Right. Yeah. I don't like it. Luckily, mm-hmm. my puppies bark like crazy loud. Yeah. But even still, when they're standing there and they can hear them like growling and barking. And we have two bigger dogs, too, of them are like, they sound scary. Vita um, sounds scary, Vita. but she's so like. She, she's it's like not, when you have the visual, it's not. But when you just hear it, she sounds super scary. Uh, she's got her crazy, scary guard dog growl. and it's like, row. But she's, she's like, so dozy. She's like, oh, hi, hi, guys. Dude, she's gotten so protective since we had our baby. Like, she's, her growl is it beefed up. It scares me. Oh. It's really sweet. <laughs> she's like, I love the baby. She's like, we call her Nana Vita. <laughs> she is like Nana from Peter Pan. I know. I love it. She makes me feel better because I'm like, she sounds scary. Reggie can too, but... 
once you see him, he's not intimidating because he's like 90% fluff. I was going to say he's just a little puff and he's like, yay! (laughs) Reggie friend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that story is creepy. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, weird. I don't like that he got angry either. Like, don't be mad at her. She doesn't owe you her phone. Mm -mm. Like, no. There are other houses, and you know that he wasn't there for the phone. No, because... yeah, she's in a college like place where a bunch of people have doors to knock on. You would knock, wait, okay, that's not working. Go to the next one. There's exactly. gonna be a front desk somewhere too, right? Isn't there like somebody who's like the? There's always call... like a proctor or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. that's that's just a creeper. He was probably watching it. her. Yep. Ew. Ew. I'd be so Ew. scared for like the next like year minimum. See, I wonder where this was and she should have reported it to the police because the thing is there could have been like other if this is real. I don't know if you're right. Was this, yeah. was this real? Because I would have reported I think it to so. yeah. Damn girls. Get it together. Report that kind of crap to the police because that could be like if you just give his description to the police, like that could help them yeah, with something down the road. Minimum campus police. There's gotta be yeah. some dude walking around on campus, I would hope. And his yeah. truck. Yeah, why didn't she call campus police? I don't know. I mean, at least she told a couple friends, but still. I'm not I mean, trying to victim definitely... shame. I'm not trying to victim shame. No, but it just makes me sad because she cause it could have been bad. I don't know. That's scary. Weird, weird, weird. Well, um, so we won't be doing a tiny geist this week, but uh, I'm going to be up north and Erica and I are going to go to a cemetery and film some stuff. So... I'm going to talk to ghosts, y'all. I'm going to try to... T- <laughs> We're going to try. Uh, one of the fellow podcasts that we follow on Instagram advised us to give it some time and not expect results right away. So we will try to not be impatient. I will be very. <laughs> I know. I'm very impatient. I'm like, I'm going to try not today? to appear as being impatient, though, because I don't want to yeah. make the ghosts nervous mad at me and be like, oh, really? You want us to perform? I'm not a monkey. Yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah. So (laughs) just want to say hello. So we're going to try to do that. Um, We're going to film some stuff. It's probably going to end up on our Instagram. So if you are not following us, please check us out there. We are at Nightgeist Pod. Um, We're also on Twitter with the same handle and on Tumblr with the same handle, correct? I believe so. Yes. And if you have any suggestions for future episodes, uh, this one was definitely a fly by the seat of our pants kind of non, non-researchy <laughs> one. <laughs> but um, we definitely love your input. Uh, it means a lot to us to hear from you guys. Plus, also, Erica and I have the hardest time deciding what we want to actually focus on. So having other people help us is very wonderful. Yeah, um, also, I like it. Yeah, we also love iTunes reviews because those are great. Mm-hmm. Ratings mm-hmm. are fantastic mm-hmm. and lovable, but reviews are just amazing. Glorious. They are what we need to eventually become so famous. So famous. Because who wouldn't want to hear our terrible oh, campfire oh. stories? <laughs> well, if people would call in and give us their stories oh! or text it, then we would have some sweet awesome stories yeah you don't have forced us to do this (laughs) yeah we are happy to also have you text this in if you have some weird stuff that's happened to you sightings that you've seen ghosts cryptids ufos weird government stuff 
Um, we have a phone number that you can reach us at. Well, you can leave a voicemail or a text at. It's 707-200-3898. And that is Nailed it. Yeah, it's a Google <laughs> Voice number, so... We won't answer. No pressure. Yeah. Like, Don't feel like... Yeah. We can either play your recording, too, if you want to be the one that tells it. That's possible. Yeah. Or we can read it. Literally whatever you want. No judgment. We would be so excited to have people give us their stories and experiences. It'd be yeah. so cool. Especially because we don't have enough of our own. So we want to hear other people's <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so true. <laughs> we're, we're in the process of making memories. <laughs> so We'll have some hopefully this week. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us for this weird mishmash of a <laughs> podcast. And um, join us on Instagram later this week. Probably. Yeah, I don't know what day. <laughs> Neither, because we don't. We have no idea what's going on. We haven't planned properly yet. Probably <sighs> Wednesday. I don't know um. yet. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Liana. I'm Erica. And this is the Night Guys Podcast. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.